Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's Scott here from Woke Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. Today's episode is titled Dismantling Obama's Shadow Government and Covering the Q Drop. So we have a lot to get into. And of course, as I was setting up the uh, the episode, what happens? Q keeps dropping more and more drops. So we have a lot to cover. We're going to get into Obama. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about the virus. We're going to talk about all the amazing Q drops and the information Q is talking about. But first, First, I want to play a video of Obama here talking about his concerns for the law. And you guys want to see real panic? This is real panic. This isn't just the tweets that we see in these big uh, Twitter accounts that every little thing is, is, a, is a panic tweet. This is what you're about to hear is true panic. And I'm going to play it right now. I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. The, the degree to which... Uh, the news uh, over the last 24 hours, I think, has been somewhat downplayed about uh, the Justice Department dropping uh, charges against Michael Flynn. And the fact that there is no precedent that anybody can find for uh, someone who's been charged with perjury uh, just getting off scot-free. Uh, that's the kind of stuff where you, you begin to uh, get worried that basic, not just institutional norms, but uh, our, our basic understanding of, of rule of law uh, is, 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 uh, is a risk. And you know, when you start moving in those directions, um, it, it can accelerate pretty quickly, uh, as we've seen in, in, in other places. So uh, I am hoping that all of you feel the same sense of urgency that I do. Uh, you know, I, whenever I've campaigned, I've always said, ah, this is the most important election, especially, obviously, when I was on the ballot. Yeah, that always feels like it's the most important election. This one, I'm not on the ballot, but I am. I am uh, pretty darn invested. We got. We got to make this happen. I'll leave you with those questions, and maybe you'll have some answers in a few days. Well, ain't it the truth? Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone. The plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Get dark to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up, guys, and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Yes. So you guys just heard that. And we're gonna go, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take that apart and dismantle it and we're gonna talk solely about what he was talking about and we're gonna focus on Obama for the first half and then we're gonna switch over to Q drops, which also has a lot of 
of uh, information on Obama as well. But now, what are we seeing now, Patriots? We are seeing the world starting to awaken up to the idea that the Obama, all roads lead back to Obama. All this stuff under with Flynn, the FBI, Brennan, it all went back to Obama and it was on his watch. So the origi- that original audio was taken from Yahoo. This was released yesterday. I don't even want to cover over Yahoo because they are some of the biggest fake news out there. They were the ones that started pushing this the Steele dossier. So let's go over to a source that I would rather rather talk about, which is Breitbart. So this is this is where we're at. Documents Obama. New detail of Michael Flynn's call with Russian ambassador. And now I have the transcript of that conversation so we can go over it because I know the audio wasn't perfect from the original recording, but we're going to go into this. So what does this article first say? So let's start here. Then President Barack Obama was intimately aware of the details of December 2016 intercepted phone calls between President Elect Donald Trump's incoming national security advisor, Michael Flynn, and then Russia ambassador, Sergei Kislyak. According to court documents released Thursday, the former president's knowledge and role in his administration's investigations of the Trump campaign have long been an open question. The revelation puts the former president right in the center of the last administration's efforts to investigate and target Flynn, whom the Justice Department just dropped their case against on Thursday. Obama had appointed Flynn as director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, but had fired him in 2014. And he had reportedly warned Trump not to hire Flynn. The newly released documents from the government's motion to dismiss their case against Flynn show, however, that at, that at a January 5th, 2017, Oval Office meeting with the then Vice President Joe Biden, then CIA Director John Brennan, then Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, Comey, we all know them, Sal Yates, had asked Comey and Yates to stay behind. Obama told them he had learned of the, disinfor- the information about Flynn and his conversation with Kislyak, where they discussed sanctions his administration had levied against Russia. So remember when Trump was saying that he was being wired and Obama was listening to them and we were called conspiracy theorists? Yeah, it wasn't a huge conspiracy theory now, was it? How else did Obama know about that phone call and how else did that information get out to Sally Yates, which we're about to see in a document here? Obama told Sally Yates first she was surprised he had that information, and we're going to see that in the document. But now that this is becoming aware, the public's becoming aware of this, they're asking more questions. What else? What else can we see here? Now, let's take a look. The document that I'm referring to here is this one right here, Yates' awareness of the Flynn Kisiak calls. So right here says Obama's specified he did not want any additional information on the matter but was seeking information on whether the white house should be treating flynn any differently given the information at that point yates had no idea what the president was talking about so we have sally yates here this is the first time that she has come across this information and where she get it from it came directly from obama himself she said at that point yates had no idea what the president was talking about but figured it out based on the conversation Yates recalled Comey mentioning the Logan Act, but can't recall if he specified there wasn't an investigation. Comey did not talk about the prosecution in the meeting. It was not clear to Yates from where the president first received the information. Yates did not recall Comey's response to the president's question about how to treat Flynn. She was so surprised about the information she was hearing that she was having a hard time processing it and, and listening to the conversation at the same time. That's crazy. That's insane. And I'm saying that because 
we saw all of the when when these people testified in front of Congress that this was all by the books. There was no corruption going on here. That Flynn 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 lied. We're going to bring him down. He was he had connections with Russia. We know the story. But now we know with these declassified documents that have been coming out, now we know it came directly from Obama first because he was spying. He was spying on a duly elect president before he even got in and afterwards as well. So let's continue here. So this is from Newsbreak. An intel officer reveals how Obama could be the first president in history to be convicted of this crime. So Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer basically calls Obama a Soviet leader and liberals' head begin to spin. It is coming out now that Obama did in fact spy on Trump during the 2016 election. And to make this victory even better, it is being revealed that Obama's crime is massive and he could actually be indicted on felony charges for it. Schaefer goes on to state that what he is dubbing Obamagate is an even bigger scandal than Watergate was. What liberals called unbelievable and fake is in fact a reality and quite believable. Obama is, a cro- is as crooked as they come and maybe we the people will finally be seeing some justice even if it is only for this one crime. Obama had high hopes of some kind of nefarious takeover against our sitting administration, and this may have just thrown a huge kink in his plans. Now, former intelligence officer Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer just revealed that Obama's wiretapping was not only a federal crime, but says that the results of this investigation will likely result in Obama being brought up on felony charges. And it's not just Obama. It's also Joe Biden as well. He is wrapped up all into this, just like Brennan is, James Clapper, Comey, Yates, they're all part of the swamp. And now we are seeing this come to light. So I know people are telling telling me every single day we want these people hung. I, you know, I'm not advocating violence really for anything. You won't see it unless it's something super, super bad. I would it would suffice to me that if he was put into Gitmo, all these all these people were put into Gitmo for the rest of their lives, that would suffice for me. I'd be okay with that. You'll not, you won't see here on this channel any kind of promotion of violence. None at all. None at all. So I hope they do pay for their crimes, though. I really do. So what about this leak call? So what? why is Obama freaking out? Why is he panicking? Well, you can see it here in the transcript, which we're about to see of that phone call I just played for you guys before the intro. So the leak call was Obama warns rule of law is at risk after Flynn charges dropped. Now, why is he saying the uh, rule, the rule of law, is at risk? Well, that's his spin on on the decision to um, go after Flynn. Again, he's 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 defending himself, but it's really the other way around. That's why I think Q always says, "Think mirror. Look at if you're looking into a mirror, it reflects back at you." Right? This is projection at its finest. Former President Barack Obama on Friday stated the rule of law is at risk in response to the Department of Justice dropping its criminal charges against retired Army Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Now, this is the quote from the video I just played, so I'm going to read it so people on the podcast can also understand if they didn't understand the audio. So, this is Obama speaking. The news over the last 24 hours, I think, has been somewhat downplayed about the Justice Department dropping charges against Michael Flynn. I mean, out in our world here, in Q World, YouTube World, Twitter... It hasn't been downplayed. It's been a celebration. Maybe because the liberal media hasn't touched it. Maybe that's why he thinks it's being downplayed. But he's at, I actually agree with him here. It's been downplayed and he is absolutely royally screwed. So Obama said during a virtual discussion with members of the Obama Alumni Association, 
This is him speaking. The fact that there is no precedent that anybody can find for someone who has been charged with perjury just getting off scot-free. So that statement right there saying that Flynn was charged with perjury, that's not true. That's the kind of stuff where you begin to get worried that basic, not just institutional norms, but our basic understanding of rule of law is at risk. And when you start moving in those directions, it can accelerate pretty quickly, as we've seen in other places. And this is him still talking. Actually, no. During his remarks on Flynn, Obama erroneously said the former White House National Security Advisor pleaded guilty to perjury. Rather, he was charged for lying to the Federal Bureau of Investigations about his contacts with the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak. During President Trump's transition period, Flynn pleaded guilty in 2017 as part of then-Special Counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into now-debunked collusion between the Kremlin and the Trump campaign. But in January, the Justice Department changed its sentencing recommendation for Flynn from probation to six months in jail, prompting the former Trump official to withdraw his guilty plea, citing prosecutors breaking their plea agreement. So as Obama keeps talking here, this is this is where it gets kind of scary. He says this election that's coming up on every level is so important because what we're going to be battling is not just a particular individual or a political party. Do you think he's referring to the digital army? Is he referring to QAnon? What is he referring to? What we're fighting against is these long-term trends in which being selfish, being tribal, being divided, and seeing others as an enemy that has become a stronger impulse in American life. Again, this is projection. He's talking about essentially Trump supporters and anybody that wants to come after them as being, they're the ones causing the division. When in fact, it was Obama and his infiltration, which we're going to see in the Q drops, which was causing division and where we're at and where we were going. So Obama's comments regarding Flynn come after newly released documents show the former president was aware of the details. And right here, this, this highlighted part is what I want to talk about. In an interview with CBS News Attorney, Attorney General, General William Barr defended the decision saying he was doing the law's bidding. A crime cannot be established here. They did not have the basis for counterintelligence investigation against Flynn at that stage. Barr said in reference to the FBI, people sometimes plead to things that turn out not to be crimes, he added. President Trump praised the DOJ's decision calling Flynn an innocent man and a great gentleman. He was targeted by the Obama administration and was targeted in order to try and take down a president. I hope a lot of people are going to pay a big price because they're dishonest, crooked people. They're scum, and I have to say it a lot, they're scum. They're human scum. This should never have happened in this country. So we know Trump's pissed. We know he's pissed. And just to go back here, Obama was saying before in that phone call, he said specific, he specified he did not want any additional information on the matter, but was seeking information on whether the White House should be treating Flynn any differently given any kind of information. So is there any doubt now, people, that Obama was at the head of this? I mean, we've known this for years. But the reason why I'm talking about it now is because now the public has the evidence. They can now be shown. It's not us screaming on YouTube channels and Twitter yelling at people to look at the evidence because sometimes that doesn't work. People just don't care. They have to be shown. It's just what Q is talking about. But here we are. Here we are. Now, I want to show this thread, this quick thread here because President Obama said this is from Jonathan Turley. The, the first tweet says, President Obama is being quoted on Flynn saying there's no precedent that anybody can find for someone who has been charged with perjury just getting off scot-free. It's a curious statement. First and foremost, Flynn was not charged with perjury. 
Second, we now know Obama discussed charging Flynn under the Logan Act, which has never been successful, has been has, has been used successfully to convict anyone and is flagrantly unconstitutional. Third, this reaffirms reports that Obama was personally invested in this effort. That's the key. He was personally invested with taking down Flynn. That's where he's going to bite the bullet. Finally, there is precedent. There is a specific ruling for this motion under federal rule of criminal procedure. There are specific Supreme Court cases like Ronaldi v. United States addressing the standard for such dismissals. And wouldn't you know it, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. The Justice Department has dismissed cases in the past, including the Stevens case. So I don't know what Stevens case is, but this is this was a case that he's bringing up to compare to. That was requested by President Obama's own Attorney General, Eric Holder, for the same reason. Misconduct by prosecutors. And guess who the judge was? It was done before the same judge, Judge Solfin. So how is that for precedent? That is a boom tweet. It's a little tiny thread, but that is a boom tweet. This has been done and... And it was already done under Obama's administration. There was a precedent. There was a case here that did set precedents. And the same judge that was ruling over the Flynn case, Judge Sullivan, was the, is the same judge that was that this uh, Jonathan Tolley was just talking about that was already ruling a case for the Obama administration for the same exact reasons, which was misconduct by prosecutors. How is that for precedent? He's a liar. He's a liar. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what's going on. Just blows my mind. Just blows my mind. But one thing I wanted to bring up, because we we're just talking about Barr, Barr put his two cents in on dropping the case. And look, just like on Q, look at who's going after Barr. I'm not going to read into these articles, but I want to show you the headlines because this is very recent news. This was two days ago. This is from Breitbart as well. Elizabeth Warren demands AJ Barr resign over Flynn decision. And of course, she's screaming her head off. We want Flynn. We want Barr. William Barr is not the president's lawyer. He is the country's lawyer. His political interference is blatantly corrupt and he should resign. Warren wrote on Twitter. Here we go. And it's not just Warren, right? It's not just Warren. This is from Just the News. Another great resource here. This is from yesterday. House Democrats now their vows to bring Barr to Capitol Hill after dropping Flynn case. Rest assured, we are going to reschedule that hearing now they're said about canceled Barr testimony. And look, House Democrats immediately criticized Attorney General William Barr's move Thursday to drop the Justice Department case against former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and signaled a new round of investigations. New York Representative Jerry Nadler, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, said Barr's decision was outrageous and that he would summon him to the Capitol Hill as soon as possible to Election Day just six months away. Barr nominated to his post by President Trump in 2018 was supposed to testify in March before the committee, but the hearing was canceled because of the coronavirus. And guys, what did Q say? What did Q say? They've been saying this for a while. 4141, the most recent one, which was a screenshot of the original tweet, not tweet, of the original drop. D is going after Bill Barr now, as predicted in drop 3932. And it says, keep watching the news. And again, what do we see here? We're already seeing the Democrats call for Barr's head for dropping the case. Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. It's really amazing. So that's as far as the articles I want to bring up about Obama. And I wanted to play that audio for you guys so you could hear the panic in the man's voice. And 
it's not looking good. It's not looking good. And again, I can always gauge what's going on in the real world by my by my liberal friends because each day one of their heads explodes and they keep asking me, is this really true? Is this really happening? Were we lied to for this long? The answer is yes, you were. Yes, you were. All right. So let me get back down here. Should have had this back down already, but it's okay. We're going to go over the most recent Q drops from, let's see... Where do we have here? Which tweet was this? Philip Anderson, right? Uh, let's see. Right here. 41.49. This is where we're going to start. A doctor grabs Mike and destroys Democrats' mainstream media and their nationwide coronavirus shutdown. Q has the Great Awakening meme here, and underneath the tweet is called King of Free Speech. Which goes to this doctor. Philip Anderson was the one who tweeted this out. I'm just going to play just a little bit of it. But he's basically, this is a doctor outside of his hospital with the microphone talking. You don't know if it's to a crowd or he's just outside voicing his opinion. But the tweet reads, a doctor who with fabulously no Fs left to give grabs a microphone and absolutely destroys Democrats in their nationwide coronavirus shutdown. What if the experts are wrong? What if quarantining the healthy doesn't actually save lives? What if wearing a mask in public is not effective? My name is Dr. Jeff Barkey and I'm here representing thousands of physicians across the country whose voices are being silenced because we don't agree with the mainstream media and the experts who are telling us what to do. Boom. There you go. And this is more doctors should be doing this. And we have seen the doctors and they're being censored on YouTube. They're being censored on Facebook, Twitter. Their, their accounts are being taken down, but he was pointing this out. This is the great awakening. And it's great to see a doctor step up against the, the mainstream narrative. It's fantastic to see. 4150, Trump calls for dirty cops to pay a big price for Russia probe after release of transcripts. And this is the article here. Again, every article I put, guys, is in the description so you can look and read for yourself. Don't take my word for anything on this channel. Read for yourself. Research for yourself. President Trump, in an extensive interview Friday on Fox & Friends, tore into what he termed dirty politicians behind the Russia probe a day after transcripts were released, showing that top Obama officials said they knew of no direct evidence of collusion involving the Trump campaign. It was a very dangerous situation what they did, he said. These are dirty politicians and dirty cops and some horrible people, and hopefully they're going to pay a big price in the not-too-distant future. Not really much else to read into that, right? Trump's pissed. He should be pissed. These people went after him and his reputation. Destroyed. They, they attempted to destroy his family and his reputation and his uh, presidential bid, and it failed, and he wants them to pay big, which they are going to. 4151, video meme. Dear little Adam Schiff, it's going to be okay. And this is great. Our boy iPod here was uh, cued for his video of little Adam Schiff, and I'm going to play it because it's absolutely hilarious. Wouldn't expect anything less from Mr. Mac here. Take a look. 
I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. I've told you I'll come back. I, I just don't believe we're sitting here negotiating when I come back. We'll follow up with your office. How long would you like me to come back for next time? I've told you I'll accommodate you. I appreciate that, and I appreciate your uh, reminding us of the length of time other uh, secretaries have been here. This is a new way, and it's a new day. My colleagues might think it's okay. If you wish to leave, you may. You might think it's okay that later that day, and it's a new day. I don't think that's okay. If you wish to leave, you may. I would just say that you might think that's okay. The secretary has agreed to stay. I look forward to being back in May. I don't think that's okay. They did not treat the secretary of the treasury this way. It's a new day. If this is the way, this is a new way. You're instructing me to stay. I don't think that's okay today. And I'll stay. We'll work on a date. And you said okay. And I have the gavel at this point. (laughs) I don't understand what you're saying. So it keeps going. It's only 30 seconds more, but you guys get the point. Um, This, again, trolling Adam Schiff. It's great to see. And a great video by iPod. But again, video memes says, Dear little Adam Schiff, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay for him. But again, a noodle tongue-in-cheek there is never hurts. 4152. If Hillary had won, you'd never known what COVID-19 is. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the title on this uh, Q drop. And again, Q is not responsible for the titles. The uh, administrators are the ones that write the titles of the drops. Um, but let's just read what it says. A tweet here to John Cardillo. It's Q says all assets deployed win by any means necessary D party death spiral. So let's go to that here. It said if Hillary had won, you'd never known what COVID-19 is. Now I'm saying I don't agree with that. Who knows what would have happened if Hillary had won the election because everyone talks about, well, if that did happen, would there have been military intervention and would there have been a civil war? Again, it's all speculation, but my thing is if Hillary had won, it's not like there wouldn't have been a resistance to it anyways. We'd still be here. Hopefully, we'd all still be here, right? But if things had still gotten out of control, was COVID-19 still the ultimate backup plan no matter what, no matter who won? I'm just saying that's my opinion. That's my speculation on it. But again, it says D-Party death spiral. And we are seeing a death spiral of the Dem Party right now. 4153, the long and ugly truth about the Russia hoax in deep states failed attempt to stop Trump. And again, I'm not going to read this entire thing. This is just giving um, a, pretty much a quick timeline of all the events that happened with Mueller, um, the CIA assets, all that stuff. And again, just for time's sake, not going to go over this. We know what's going on with the Russia hoax. It's a complete sham. 4154, Obama was running a shadow presidency speaking to foreign leaders before and after POTUS travels. And it says, shadow presidency, Hussein, pre-post foreign travel, shadow POTUS Q. And now, I, I wish I had the video, I just thought of it now. But you guys remember when Obama had that hot hot mic moment with Russia when he said, when you know, when things cool down when, when I'm out of office, we'll be able to make, um, didn't say these words, but we'll, we'll be able to make uh, better deals when I'm out of office. So I played that video on this on the show before. Can't find it now. But again, Obama was definitely running the show before and after for a little while, while Trump was already in office, because again, Hillary was not supposed to lose. Trump winning was a huge, huge monkey wrench and the plans. And again, why Q keeps saying, win by any means necessary. And that's exactly what they did. And now they've been caught. 4155. Obama, Biden, Oval Office meeting on January 5th, 2017 was key to the entire anti-Trump operation. And this is a link to the Federalist here. And it says shadow presidency set up. And this is it right here. 
Now, Q says this is going to be something that's going to be extremely important because it not just it doesn't just tie Obama. It also ties in Biden, who is also has his own problems. His own PR team can't keep him from sounding stupid. You got everything going out with Tara Reid, and now you're going to throw this on top of it. It's not looking good. Not looking good for Biden. So just to take a key points from this article here, is from, this is from The Federalist. Information released in the Justice Department's motion to dismiss the case it brought against Lieutenant General Flynn confirms the significance of a January 5th, 2017 meeting at the Obama White House. It was at this meeting that Obama gave guidance to key officials who would be tasked with protecting his administration's utilization of secretly funded Clinton campaign research which alleged Trump was involved in a treasonous plot to collude Russia from being discovered or stopped by the incoming administration. President Obama said he wants to be sure that he, as we engage with the incoming team, we are mindful to ascertain if there is any reason that we cannot share information fully as it relates to Russia. National Security Advisor Susan Rice wrote in an unusual email to herself about the meeting that was also attended by Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, FBI Director Comey, and Vice President Joe Biden. So there's the crew. There's the crew and that infamous meeting, that January 5th meeting. Anons have known. We have known for a long time. But now it's out in the public. It's been it's been in the it's in the documents now that have been released. There's no there's no arguing it. There's no more arguing it. And it's not gonna be good for Biden as either. So again, shadow presidency set up, and that's what it was set up for. They were planning for after Obama was there for Hillary to take over and the plan they're all in lock lock and step. They were gonna continue their plan together. Forty one fifty six, California governor signs order to send mail in ballots to all registered voters for the November election. And COVID nineteen, this is the Q Q drop still COVID nineteen hard push, lockdown extend in swing states, California, New York lead, Democratic controlled. Is this about the virus or the election? Legal challenge coming. And again, this is a tweet here to, let's see, was it Lauren Ingram? This was Cron for news. This one right here. Breaking. Governor Newsom signs order to send mail-in ballots to all registered voters in California for the November election. Q's been talking about this. Is this about the virus or the election? And look already, we're, we're still in the beginning of May, and we're already deciding that we're going to be doing mail-in ballots in fucking November. Sorry for the F-bomb there. It's infuriating. There is so much time to go between here and November, but they're already deciding out in California. And usually when New York and California, they do one thing um, first, they usually follow. And I can tell you living in New York, I'm not, I ain't doing this. But either way, this is what Q was talking about. Was this really about the election or was this really about the virus? So obviously... We, can, we know the answer to that question. 4157, we lost 100,000, no shutdown. 1968 pandemic, H3N2 virus, pandemic, influenza, flu. As again, is this about the virus or the election? Again, it's a link here to Laura Ingram's tweet talking about the CDC government um, flu pandemic in 68, how there was 100,000 lost, but there was no shutdown of the country. No shutdown. So what makes this any different? What makes this any different? And Q keeps going in. Q keeps going in. This is irregular warfare, 4158. Shadow presidency, shadow government, insurgency, irregular warfare. How do you take over a country like the United States? You cannot take it by force with military intervention. It'd be a complete bloodbath. 
So you have to infiltrate, and that's exactly what was going on. 4159, dig, additional Russian investigation depositions, interview, transcripts, and docs. This is just a link here to all the documents, which I will put in the description below. This is all the interviews here of, I don't, God, look how many there are. This is what all the anons have been recently digging, including myself and some others and some other friends that I have. But again, links Q is just linking these links here for us to dig. Happy hunting, Anons. Q will help guide once we hit a target. We can help guide once you hit a target. It must be open source. Happy hunting. And this is an important drop. It may seem like nothing, but this is essentially what Q is right here. You see, they are giving us the breadcrumbs. They aren't telling us what to think. They're not telling us, look at this specific document. Sometimes they do, but for the most part, Q is allowing us, the patriots, us, the common people, to think for ourselves and to find the answer. And when we find the answer, what happens? Q confirms it in a drop. This has been how they've been operating since Q began. And this is exactly, the mainstream media won't talk, talk about this. They want to label us as some crazy, as crazy right-wing fanatics. And WikiLeaks, or, uh, or Wikipedia too, as there's probably a border right now on my video um, with the definition of their definition of QAnon. Guaranteed, it's probably still there. Bunch of assholes, man. Keep let's keep going. Forty-one sixty-one was something removed. Okay, this was a a Q drop here that was not supposed to be there, so it was removed. Forty-one sixty-two. This gets interesting. Example of corrupt mainstream media asset used by the D's for leaks. Adam Entos of the Washington Post. Now this is great. Now this is a link here. This is a screenshot of, the, of a Federalist article and the gamer chat that we talked about last week. And you guys can see it on screen here. So we have Adam Entios, the Washington Post. But as you can see here with the uh, screenshot, we have Roger here in the game chat talking. It really has, yuck. Didn't AEWP mention it when we gave? And here's the link. Adam Entios, Washington Post. An Anon put it on the boards and Q confirmed this. So everyone's wondering how where these leaks were coming from to get the to the mainstream media to push the narrative. It was through this man right here, this Adam Entios guy, and Q is now confirmed this. We've always we've always known there was leaks, but we didn't know who the leaker was. But now we do. And what does Q say about this? One plus one equals two. True. Not important yet. Think leak investigation. Think Horowitz mid year. FBI media assets. We identified numerous FBI employees at all levels of the organization and with no official reason to be in contact with the media who are nevertheless in frequent contact with reporters. Some of those media contacts were social in nature too, including drinks and meals after work, going to sporting events, and playing golf. Let's see what this. Think WikiLeaks HRC Podesta media asset list. They always use the same contacts, mainstream media assets, assets complicit knowingly. And we know, we knew about that. We were all trying to figure out for a while how the media was getting these leaks, where they were pushing this narrative from. And now we know. And the worst part is they are going to get tied up in this as well. When the hammer comes down, they are complicit as well. They knowingly helped carry out this operation. This is, it's unprecedented. So I don't, I really don't know what's going to happen. I hope they get shut down. I hope they get burned to the ground. They already are burning the ground, but for good, for good, we'll have to see. So 4163, dig, what media assets are farmborn? And again, farmborn is relating to CIA 
And the one they have here first is Anderson Cooper, CNN. And I know the Anons currently are currently starting. They're digging right now to find the rest or which of our farm born. And we're going to get into exactly what this is. The CIA, This is 4164. The CIA is the shadow government trying to regain control by getting its assets into Congress. And this is what it's all about. So what farm-born assets elected to Congress? What farm-born assets are attempting to get elected to Congress? What is the primary party to which they serve? The Democrats. How do you control your own budget? How do you control agency regulations? How do you control your own destiny? And here's a link to a CIA um, website, which I'm going to just show in a minute. Loss of control define shadow government. So let's go to that link here. And what do we see? It's a link here from the CIA website, and it's got George H.W. Bush, the 11th director of Central Intelligence. Now, why would Q, when they're talking about having a shadow government, putting their own agents in Congress, and they link George H.W. Bush? I wonder why. And an excerpt from here says, 13 years before becoming the president of the United States, George H.W. Bush served as the 11th director of Central Intelligence. Many believe leading the CIA would mark an end to his political career. No, instead, Bush became the only U.S. president to have previously held the position of DCI, which gave him a unique perspective on both providing and receiving intelligence. Now, Q is saying this is no good. Q is saying, how is this infiltration happening? It's happening through the CIA. And that's what Q was talking about with Obama being, being uh, growing up on the farm. Or they say uh, farm farm born. Obama was also farm born to the CIA. So how do you get your assets in? You infiltrate, and this is how it was starting. And as you can see, it wasn't just the dad, Daddy Bush. It was also George Bush too. Went right from him to uh, to Obama. See how that plan was working out? All that they needed all that time to infiltrate and to set themselves up. And now everyone's bitching that Q's taking too long to get these people out. Well. They have a lot, they have decades of garbage and swamp to clean up. This is why it takes so long. This is how much they're trying to get out. All that history. 4165, outed CIA agent Valerie Plame is running for Congress. And again, this is just to put some more context on Q's, on Q telling us that the CIA is the shadow government trying to regain control. And one running right now, running for Congress, is an outed CIA agent, Valerie, Valerie Plame. And it's her right here, and I haven't watched the video. I'm not going to play it for time's sake, but again, it says, Outed CIA agent Valerie Plame is running for Congress, and her launch video looks like a spy movie trailer. The metaphors are a little heavy-handed, but the driving is impressive, and the timing is impeccable. On the same day, of CNN reported that the CIA had to withdraw one of its top spies in Russia on fears that President Trump had compromised the spy's identity. Former undercover CIA agent Valerie Plame launched her bid for Congress as a Democrat in New Mexico. So they pulled her because they were afraid Trump was going to expose her, and now she's running for Congress. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Let's continue here. 4166, 99% of the men and women at the CIA, FBI, DOJ, NSA are patriots. That is good to hear. And again, it's just talking about there's 1% that are corrupt that are causing all these problems. And Q just wanted to point that out. And honestly, that made me feel better because, to be honest, before all this, I had in my head, not the FBI, but more the CIA, anybody CIA-related is corrupt. And it, 
I got to get rid of that mindset because that can't be true. There's got to be patriots. There's good people working in every sector, but there's always some bad as well. So Q's just pointing that out. 4167, it's just a picture here of, it looks like three women trying to climb a hilltop here, a mountaintop, and Q's just saying climbing together. 4168, Obama is pretty darn invested in this election and misstates Flynn's drop charges of perjury. And again, this is going back to the Yahoo audio that I played in the beginning of the episode talking about how, let me see if I can find the quote here. Let's see. I want to find the quote where he's saying I'm heavily invested. Uh, Let's see. Right here. So I am hoping that all of you feel the same sense of urgency that I do, he said. Whenever I campaign, I've always said, ah, this is the most important election, especially obviously when I was on the ballot. That always feels like it's the most important election. This one, I'm not on the ballot, but I'm pretty darn invested. We've got to make this happen. Why would you be so invested, Obama? What are you hiding? What do you have to lose? Is it everything you have to lose? Is this is this is why you are heavily invested? We have to make what happen. We have to get Trump out by all means necessary. That's what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. So Q saying, listen carefully. 4169. Schumer, vote by mail will be a very important part of next coronavirus bill. And look at that. We have Newsom. We had Hillary calling for it the, the same day. And now we have this douchebag Schumer here, also piece of shit here in New York. Schumer is saying vote by mail will be a very important part of next coronavirus bill. And again, Q is asking the question, is this about the virus or the election? And here it is. Schumer, I'm not going to play it because I can't stand his voice, but we get the point. They, The Dems want mail-in by, mail-in by vote. It's it's not going to work. It's completely corrupt, and we know how that's going to go. 4170, Hillary Clinton hopes other governors will follow California lead by vote by mail, and look at that as well, like I just said. Hillary Clinton, this was yesterday, same thing. I hope other governors around the country follow Gavin Newsom's lead. No voters should be forced to choose between their safety and exercising their civic duty this fall. Uh, I can't. I just can't. Let's keep going. 4171. How is it possible that the source country of the virus, minus Wuhan, was on lockdown for only 16 days? Now, this is a great question. The origin country of COVID-19 was China. The origin city of COVID-19 was Wuhan. How long was Wuhan on lockdown? It was 76 days. How long was the remainder of China, the entire country, on lockdown? CNY extended January 24th to only February 9th. That's 16 days for the rest of the country. How long has the U.S. been on lockdown? No spread of COVID-19 outside of Wuhan. How is it possible the source country of the virus, minus Wuhan, was on lockdown for only 16 days? How long has the U.S. been on lockdown? Forecasted lockdown, California, New York, and Michigan reconcile logical thinking. And again, it is logical thinking. The United States is what? We're on two months now. We're going into a third month on lockdown. But the origin of where the virus came from was only the lockdowns were only 16 days. 16 days. How do you reconcile that? Wuhan would make sense, right? They have to play the optics, right? You couldn't just let have the 16 day lockdown of Wuhan. Then it would just be more blatantly obvious that this, this is where it came from. But we know that's where it came from. But again, Q is pointing this out. How long has the U.S. been on lockdown? 
logical thinking reconcile. It's not hard to figure out, people. It's not hard to figure out what this virus is really about. 4172 says date Q says dates are important. January 15th, uh, historic trade deal with China. First COVID-19 case was in China again. Q, I'm not gonna go crazy into this again. We've talked about that, we've talked about that January 15th date before and how important it was. It was the same day, the first day that COVID landed in the United States, the same day that the articles of impeachment went to the Senate, and it was also the first day of the Chinese one uh, Chinese trade deal was supposed to take effect. But and so, coincidentally, coronavirus hit at the same time. Right. 4173. The media tra- uh, conspiracy TV is dead. Shadow arm D. So let's go to that tweet here. Was this, yes, this was just a video, a compilation video of the Democrats with the mainstream media as being the enemy of the people. I'll play it real quick. Here we go. Some sort of collusion. Trump, Russian, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, metal collusion. Trump, Russia, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, potentially collusion. Trump, Russia, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, collusion. Trump, Russia, Russian collusion. Trump, Russia, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, possible collusion. Russian, Russian, collusion. Trump, Russian, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, possible collusion. Trump, Russian, collusion. Collusion with the Russians. Trump, Russia, possible collusion. Trump, Russia, possible collusion. So you guys get the point. I don't have to play the whole video, but again, Q was pointing this out as a, to laugh again at the mainstream media, and they're saying they are dead. Shadow arm of the Democratic Party, which we now know. So again, 4174, Difficult Truth. This was a tweet here from Mr. T-Dog, and we're going to pull that up here. And again, another video here. It says, Coronavirus, the reality? Question mark. And here's the video. So for the ones in the podcast, I don't know what movie this was originally from, but you have a gentleman here with, with uh, he's taking his sunglasses on and off and you can hear the propaganda in the background and it's, it's, it's the one talking about the virus and he's taking his glasses on and off and when he does that, the signs and the billboards he's seeing are changing and when he takes his glasses, glasses off, you see a different message than what's being pushed by the establishment. In this case, I'll, I'll play it again here. When he puts the glasses on, it says live in fear. But when he takes the glasses off, he sees the regular propaganda. And the other one that he has here for the billboard, when he puts the glasses on, is report your neighbors. So obviously a very well-made video here, and Q is just talking about this is a difficult truth. And this is the times that we're living in right now, and it's really sad. 4175 is going to be the last Q drop that I have today on this episode for time's sake. I'm looking at my phone now, and they've already dropped four more, so it is what it is. Can't cover it all. But 4175, this is a shout-out to my boy Hive7. He got Q'd here. This is someone that I talk to almost all the time now, which is great. Making a bunch of new friends out here on Woke Societies, but... He got cued, and it's awesome to see. So Q said, patriotism is on the rise. Will you stand? And the video here is Hive put a hashtag flags out somewhere on some coastline, and it's a video of a bunch of Jeeps here with a Jeeps, trucks, all American flags, and they are driving 
on a coastline here and there it looks like hundreds of them and he got queued for this which is awesome but again q is pointing out will you stand and there's a link here as well talking about the army values again because we know q is a military operation and they just linked here the army values which is great to see so that is all i have today ladies and gentlemen i hope you can see now how this government was installed the shadow government was it was cia built along with some bad actors of the deep state but you can see how deep the infiltration goes this was a gigantic plan set decades ago to completely change this country and to infiltrate it obama was the was the savior supposedly for the country right he got everything set up he was the setup man and hillary was the closer Hillary was going to be the closer and God knows what our country would have been like. We would be, we, I don't even want to think about it, but as you can see, he was CIA farm, farm born. And it's not just Obama. It's a whole network of them. And Howard and the CIA was trying to infiltrate our Congress to ultimately just completely take over. And who knows, our country would never be the same again. So that's what we got. I hope you guys can see that now. You can guys can see that now it's complete dismantling of the shadow government. With Trump in office, we're going to be returning back to the light. So there we have it. Thank you so much for joining today. I don't even know if I got to my shameless plugs today. But either way, you guys know, go to the YouTube, like, share, subscribe, tell everybody that we are the news now. And if you guys can go to the Patreon, you can do a dollar a month, $12 a year. You can go to the uh, back, oh man, BitChute backup channel, WokeSocieties.com webpage. And of course, you guys can check out my store that has all my cool Q and Woke swag. And of course, you guys can always donate to the channel to the PayPal link below as a one-time gift. So thank you, everybody. We're going to keep pushing out the content. I'm going to try to aim for every other day at this point because I don't know when I'm going back to work and it could be at the end of May. Either way. I would like to hit 40,000 subscribers before I go back to work and all that good stuff. So be on alert. Follow me on Twitter. That's where I'm most active for any updates as far as guests, live streams, all that stuff. Stay safe, everybody. And remember, stay woke.